Hey, hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. I, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna stop and delete anymore. Um, but I'm laughing because I, I, I just I try my very hardest to make sure that these episodes are completely like hit record, talk, stop, and uh, with very little editing. Because not only do I not like it, but I'm not very great at it. I'm not very good at it. Um, it's that bad. I'm not very great at it. Um, uh, but I was just recording. It's been a while. I have, um, mic rust, um, and ring rust even. Um, holy crap. I went off the rails so bad on that last episode. I scrolled back like a minute after I had finally pulled the plug and, and hit the stop button. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll just see if I can comprehend this last minute. Oh my God. I, I honestly, I immediately, as I'm sitting here, <laughs> I should have saved it. It was real bad, real bad, real, 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 real bad. So, um, it's been a while. I apologize. It's been a minute since I've been able to hit record. I've been quite busy with work, uh, until recently and we'll get more into that in a little bit. Uh, but, 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 I'm back. I'm back. Noodling with Josh. I'm going to try to make it a buy or try two or three times a week show. Uh, the way I'm going to host it is we're going to do a 20 minute episode and then a longer, sometimes much longer interview episode and then another 20 minute episode in between. So mini sodes. Um, this will be the first of those. We'll have a couple segments that I'll squeeze in here and I'm really going to need your guys' help to flesh out this show. So if you have any ideas, I have a ton of new ways for you guys to contact me. So stay tuned, get a pen and paper. Or just use your phone notepad. Not while driving unless you're at a red light. Then by all means, you're at a red light. Most cars turn off now anyways when you hit stop for long enough. When you hit the brake for long enough. Anyways, describe the, uh, going through my notes real quick, intro. Talk about the new format of the show. Hopefully I will be able to afford a less crackly uh, microphone soon. I actually should just try this other microphone that I bought forever ago and I never figured out how to use. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. I've missed talking and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, so without further ado, hit the mini theme. Josh is noodling around. Around. Josh is noodling. Around. Noodle, noodle, noodle. Josh is. It's noodling with Josh. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. We're back. I really, really love that little at the end that the bass does. So I always. I have to leave that in. Thank you so much for that incredible theme that I chopped up just a little bit. So there's a mini theme. Uh, Tommy Sklut is the man behind that incredible theme. And I, actually, I believe the last, uh, the episode I did on my birthday, uh, again, more Mike Rust. Um, I think I actually attributed the song to his brother, Johnny. Wonderful dude, dude. You are wonderful, and I miss you, and I hope you've been well, Johnny. Uh, but your brother Tommy wrote that song. So apologies, Tommy. 
Thank you so much for writing that theme song. So it's uh, it has been a minute. I appreciate you guys tuning in again to Noodling with Josh. Uh, I'll only keep your attention for another about 16 minutes. Uh, I'm actually going to try my hardest to keep it within 20, a tight 20, um, so I don't get overwhelmed and can save all of my stories for uh, a long time to come. Um, I did a practice episode or did a uh, practice record yesterday and I just talked and I clocked it at like three and a half hours before I was just like, all right, uh, what else should we talk about? And I was like, oh boy, this is just nonsense. So I, I think if I keep it to a tight 20, um, hopefully <laughs> to spread that love over many, many, many episodes, many, many, many episodes, many, many episodes, many, many episodes. It's kind of difficult to say. Um, so there have been some awesome updates and I get to talk about a wonderful weekend I had in Portland with you guys shortly. Um, but first your song homework, it's a new segment I just made up, uh, is some fantastic by my guilty pleasure of a very favorite band in the world. Bare naked ladies, some fantastic by bare naked ladies is your music homework for today. Listen to it. And I want to know your thoughts. Um, I don't know what I'm going to get out of this or if anyone's even got to respond, but eh, it's a song I really like. And it's what I was kind of listening to on loop when I was writing this episode. Um, because I, I don't know. And this is kind of actually more what I want to know. Um, do you, when you guys listen to music, like, excuse me, when you're working and you're listening to music, do you listen to a certain type, a certain genre per job? Do you... Oh man, I, I'll tell you what I do. I listen to the exact same song for the mood. I take like five minutes before whatever I'm about to write and I figure out what song kind of fits that mood and then I just listen to that song on loop until that ep- until that scene's done. It, um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been a interesting thing to edit, but um, I, I find that's the only way I can keep some of my scenes that I've, you know, some of my ideas just in, in, in the same thread, in the same like mental space is just by s- playing the song that, you know, sparked that mental space. Anyways, weird update, but I want to know what you guys do. And that actually leads me into uh, the first of my few updates today. Um, I have a phone number dedicated to the show. Uh, I have a lot of people texting me and a couple ask like, hey, is it okay that I'm texting? Yeah, no, totally. If you have my phone number, you have it for a reason. Use it. Um, but I got a show, I got a, I got a phone number just for the show. So, um, if anyone writes, (laughs) if anyone writes music and wants to do a couple jingles for the show, Tommy, I'm not going to bug you about that. Um, but like little mini, like phone number two, five, two, five, oh, five, nine hundred six. That, that wasn't great, but if anyone wants to write a jingle for any of these segments that I want to talk uh, us through, I would love it, and I would absolutely put it into the show. So if you guys want to just sing as good as you can into your iPhone microphone, email it to me, get it to me, I'll put it in the show. Anyways, um, the phone, show phone, the show phone, the phone, I said the phone show, the show phone is, uh, it's phone number is 252 five oh five nine zero zero six 
So if you have any thoughts, questions, if you just want to bug me about how crackly this microphone, I hope it's not just me. All right, well, you know what? Actually, I take that back. I was about to say, I hope it's not just me so you guys can all hear the pain that I'm going through, but I don't want that. I'm so sorry. This microphone, I think, had a little bit of water damage to it. I'm going to have it replaced by the next episode. Oops. <laughs> Anywho, uh, phone number, 252-505-9006. Bug me. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter, at Noodlin with Josh. All one word, N-O-O-D-L-A-N-W-I-T-H-J-O-S-H. You guys know how to spell. If you're listening on the podcast, you either are a baby and you clicked on your parents' phone accidentally listening to my podcast, or you can most likely spell. So, at Noodling with Josh on Twitter. Um, I'm actually very curious on if anyone actually will hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I would absolutely love it. And you can be that footnote. You can be the very first person to mention at mention Noodling with Josh. And one day when this show is inducted into the annals of, oh boy, the Smithsonian, you're going to be that footnote. You're going to be that very first mention that was associated with the Twitter handle, that was associated with the Noodling with Josh podcast that turned into the Noodling Empire. I mean, that's what I strive for. I want to be someone's great footnote. That was a weird thought that I had in the pool. Um, hey, it's true. I would, you know, I'm on Wikipedia, I think, maybe. I think my page might still be there. But uh, that's, that's always something that's, you know, I would love to be the footnote somewhere. Something I did or something I said. Hopefully famously, not infamously. But, hey, we'll see. Night's young. So, um, I just got back from Portland. It was a... Uh, it was, it was a good trip. It was a really nice trip to the uh, Emerald City, which I think might be Seattle, so sorry, guys. Uh, it was a really good trip to Portland. I, um, I've been there twice now. Um, once when I was at Zappos and, and uh, you know, this time for this conference, the XOXO conference. Um, and every time I go, I have a very, like, drastically different experience. And I think that's the Portland charm. But I also just might be making up that that's, you know, relevant. It, um, it's a very interesting city. Hit me up in private if you want to know my thoughts about Portland. Uh, directly. I'm not going to put them on the podcast for one day, all Portlandites, to rally against me. When there's President Weaver running for his fourth term, I accidentally stumble upon the fact that I have weird thoughts about Portland. Anywho. Anywho, anywho. Um, so I was at the XOXO conference working with the um, incomparable. I love that word, but it actually really applies to this guy. Um, Shen, Shenanigansen, Blue Chair, Owl Turd. You know him by many names. Uh, and I can almost guarantee you've probably seen one of his webtoons on the Facey Space. He is an incredible artist, and he is a brilliant webtoonist and um i in my previous job had the incredible benefit of working with some awesome awesome artists um shenanigansen was one of them uh shen for short i'm gonna say shen a bunch shen um a the amazing sarah scribbles who again you've seen all of her stuff i just know it if you've ever had a kid or a baby i know you've at least 
gotten attacked by one or two of Brian Gordon's memes. Foul language. Check him out. And, I mean, lastly and absolutely not least, as I smack my mic, uh, the Awkward Yeti, um, Nick. So I've worked some with some incredible, incredible webtoonists. And, uh, Nick, I hope you get back from Lithuania safely. Oh, boy. I want to go to Lithuania. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Anyways, I want to go. I just want to get lost in Europe somewhere, with just like a microphone and and hopefully a U.S. to European Mac charger, and uh, a sugar mama to just load me up with money and go. That'd be fun. If I had gone to Lithuania with Nick for uh, when I was with the Awkward Yeti, I, I probably would have accidentally got lost and stayed there. Good thing. Good thing I'm back. I'm back. I'm still in Ann Arbor. Um, but talking about my weekend in Portland, um, I went there with Shen, and he was giving this talk on self-care in comics. And it, it what I loved about it was, well, you know what? Let me back up real quick before I get into what I loved about this talk. The XOXO conference in itself is worth checking out, even if you haven't, uh, even if you haven't, you know, don't live in the pacific northwest um or really necessarily have a job in social media or anything it it, it is a uh, it is a conference for internet creators of all types um they have an incredible slack community that uh i'm literally going to pull it up right here they, they have so many different channels where you can talk with like-minded people that you've met at this conference and um it's it really is the best thing to come out of the internet, at least physically, that I've got to witness. It was it was a very intimate, but at the same time, expansive experience. And I mean, I'm just looking at some of the channels that I still belong into here, and I talk to them. You know, I'm gonna start talking to them regularly. I've been a bit of a hoverer since I've gotten back. Um, but like filmmaking, internet, Kickstarter, movies, music making, podcast, politics, uh, pro wrestling. Uh, show and tell, showing projects you're working on. It, 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 it's a really cool community that comes with... Um, sorry, I'm going to yell on my phone. Microphone. Uh, it's a really cool community that comes with the XOXO experience. So if you're interested in the internet creative space, check it out. Good luck getting in. I, I hear they're going to get a little... They're going to close the ranks a little bit, invest, invite less people, and get more personal and more intimate, which is even cooler. But who knows? Who knows? Wait and see. All right. I also had a, uh, I had a really good time because I got to spend it with just a ton of creators that uh, I ne wouldn't necessarily have been able to hang out with outside of going to a conference with this. And, um, I mean, first off, Shannon, if you're listening, I just had a blast. I That was, you know, top two trips easily. That was a blast um and there's oh man so many fun connections that have come of it um i got to hang out with the hilariously talented alex norris who does the uh the webcomic by the name webcomic name i love it i love it alex norris um doris mccomics on twitter uh check him out um i oh man his content is just, it's, <laughs> I, I don't even want to 
spoil it or keep talking about it because I could do an entire episode just on the simplicity and amazingness that comes with his content. Hopefully, uh, he get him on the show. I bugged him about it, I think, once while we were uh, getting Thai food. But um, if, if I didn't, hey, Alex, be on the show. Um, I'll bug you about it soon. But um, I also had the opportunity to sit with Matt Boers of The Nib. And, um, man, that is another topic that I could spend an entire, hopefully, two-hour-long conversation with him one day. Um, but The Nib, I think, is one of the... Um, I, I think is one of the most important thing, one of the most important things that's going on on the internet right now. Like as a whole, I know that is a really broad statement, but it's um, it, it's cartoonists taking a political stance and shining a light uh, in places that uh, need better storytelling. I it, it's really it's the nib nib i know y'all can spell but this is a good nib uh, check it out i would love to know your thoughts if anyone wants to come and talk specifically about the nib i'm totally in i absolutely love it's my number one i read that and then i read cnn's top five um <laughs> say what you will about me but i love good content so i got to hang out with matt and we got to talk uh he alex and i got to talk about just all things you know, internet and the show and what we're doing. And, oh man, um, stay tuned. I'm definitely going to talk about the nib some more. Um, also, Oh, Hey, actually XOXO shout out to Mahela. Mahela was a incredible, uh, she was an incredible green room host. She was an incredible host for the, for the talent. And, uh, it was a pleasure, pleasure working and meeting you. Um, so anyways, I, I think I started talking about XOXO in a very loose, loose term, but the, um, convention, it, like I said, focuses around the internet and things created from it and on it. And the, uh, the nice thing is my bud shenanigansen got to talk about self care in creating. Um, and he got to talk, uh, it's 18 minutes and 30 seconds and I, I'm not even through this first part so hey this 20 minute episode maybe a 40 minute episode we'll see i'm gonna i'll i'll try to keep it as tight as possible but i definitely want to get through this note card cool cool thanks for uh continuing to listen anyways so shen was talking about self-care in in creating web comics but it really uh, it really struck me as something that is that translates to any occupation you have self-care and making sure that you are doing the best for yourself by your standards uh that i oh man it was a really good talk i really hope he puts it up online i will definitely share it through the noodling with josh twitter and on my personal um at josh the weaver kind of set myself up for a plug that i didn't want to take but might as well take it Anywho, um, so, lost my train of thought. I'm going to the next part. I really lost my train of thought. Oh, man. That was real bad. Shen, I really, really loved, really loved your episode, or really loved your talk. Um, <laughs> I really, wouldn't, don't you think these shows would benefit from, like, a little bit of editing? A little bit of editing. If anyone is proficient in GarageBand, 
and uh, can help, I'm in. I'm down. I'm interested. Teach me something like one little thing a day, and we'll get better together. And then you'll give you, I'll give you an executive producer credit. Yeah? You want to be an executive producer? Keep me on task? Keep me post. I, I mean, I already said I'd do a 20-minute episode, and I am 17 seconds past. Just kidding. We're going to go to 40. All right. Note card ahoy. But um, there's a ton of other creators there along with Alex and, and, and Shin. And um, <laughs> one specifically I, I, I wanted to shout out for writing a book uh, to an idea that I've had many, 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 many times over. Um, Ryan North, I had a chance to meet him. I was going to potentially introduce all the comic guests, artists, but another MC stepped in at the last minute. Um, but uh, I had a chance to sit down with Ryan North and talk to him a little bit before, um, you know, when I was about to MC. And I got to learn about his book, How to Invent Everything, Rebuild All of Civilization with 96 Fewer Catastrophes This Time. And it seeks to answer the question, what would happen if you went back in a time machine and introduced the world to technology sooner? Um, we developed clothing and then something like 2,000 years later figured out buttons. If we had introduced buttons way back then, we would have already gone through and recycled the you know, bell-bottom phase by now 100 times. It, it's, it kind of talks about how we can speed up society while avoiding mistakes that happened along the way by going back in the time and introducing new technology to old civilizations. It's, it's a crazy idea and I'm very, very, very stoked. It has illustrations in it, which makes it even better. Uh, it's the book, how to invent everything and rebuild all of civilization with 96 fewer catastrophes this time by Ryan North. Check it out while I'm you're doing, um, plugs for other people there's there's another one that i wanted to do and i also you know at the same time i'll talk about how cool of a dude this he was um johnny's son we uh we had a, a fun time chatting in the green room at uh the xoxo conference and we had a wonderful awesome conversation about bananas and basically we were talking about how fruit has evolved and runts, if you're familiar with the candy runts, that banana flavor is what old certain bananas used to taste like. Legitimately, that very sweet, yummy, delicious banana flavor that you try to steal, you know, all the runts out of all the runt boxes, that, that, that's what bananas used to taste like. But um, because of population growth and because of needing to figure out cheaper and faster ways to grow bananas, we uh, developed bananas that tasted like the ones we have today. And we were talking about that and how like other fruits have changed flavors and um, how the banana is opened wrong. A lot of people try to cut it at the little where the stem is at the top and pull it down. That's literally the opposite way you're supposed to do it. Um, there's a mixed reaction throughout the room to yeah i knew that to the other half being like you just blew my mind and that in itself blew my mind um but so at the end of this he was just like was that a bit and i said no i wish that was me just having an unnecessary conversation um that was me just having a ridiculous train of thought and we kept going with it and um it's all true bananas are weird and they're tasty and i love them and I went down a weird banana Wikipedia path the other day. Um, so that was kind of fresh in my mind. But anyways, so um, my favorite part about meeting Johnny was 
I hung out with him in the green room, and then I went back to the hotel at the end of the night. Um, and before I, you know, get to the fun part or get to the the, the funny part, um, when I go to the green room with like one of the talent that I'm there working with or you know a client and whatnot, um, I try not to ask like who are you and what do you do, like. I never ask, what's your reason for being in here? Because what's my reason for being in there? I'm in there to help. But uh, (laughs) besides that, I just like having fun conversations with anyone I meet. Um, So I was talking to Johnny, and I'll be totally honest, it didn't click who who he was. Uh, I saw his name badge and everything until uh, I went back to the hotel later that night. And after some, you know, Portland Donuts which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> um, after some Portland donuts and some late night YouTube, and I stumbled across Johnny's uh, YouTube video with Seth Meyers, and it was wonderful. And I was just like, "Oh, that's too crazy! I didn't know who that—that's who that was. I didn't put two and two together. I didn't do my research. That was a long way of saying I didn't do my research. Damn it! I should have kept that story to myself. Anyways, um, among a plethora of other awesome things that Johnny's son has done, he has a book coming out uh, where he illustrated Lynn Manuel Miranda's uh, writings. Um, very much looking forward to that. But he also has, and and this is perchance my new favorite thing, um, he created a bot on Twitter called the Tiny Care Bot. So at Tiny Care Bot, and it's like a little breath of fresh air and a firehouse of nonsense. It's um it's it's a really cute bot that every once in a while just kind of reminds you and tweets at you to like, hey, take a breath. Or stop and go look at a plant. Or drink some water, will ya? And it's it's one of those little things that like didn't really think I needed until I followed it and then would start seeing them through my timeline and it was perfect. The perfect amount of crazy. Perfect amount of sane and a whole feed of crazy. Um anyways it was incredible meeting all those guys, and I had the best time at XOXO. Uh, hit me up if you want to know more info about it. I can definitely, you know, recommend some people to talk to if you're interested in going next year. Um, but with that said, move on to the uh, the little segment section. Ooh, new stuff. The segment section. New season, new stuff. New season, new stuff. Okay, seriously, I, if you guys can help me write little, like, tidbits in between these segments I'll, I'll, th- that's where I'll put them so you don't have to hear me do weird voices I know you love it but you're not gonna after many 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 episodes anywho 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 um, the first the first segment that I would like to introduce is unpopular opinions I'm just gonna give you one unpopular opinion per show fight me on it if you want try to convince me I'll keep you updated if anyone actually convinces me. But um, this unpopular opinion is brought to you by the state of Portland. My unpopular opinion of the day. Portland donuts are just okay. Yeah. I'll let that sink in. Portland donuts are, are just okay. Just okay. They're great. They are in the sense of it's a donut. And whenever I have a donut, I enjoy that time more than any of the time when I'm not having a donut. Not to say that not having a donut, like, decreases sadness. But, like, 
if you were to compare a random block of having a donut and not having a donut, having a donut would win every time. So in that sense, Portland donuts are good. They're good. They're a donut. They serve its purpose. Serve their purpose, and it's it's sugar. But um, I'm not sure that I get the. I mean, I'm just gonna queue it up to marketing. But I'm not sure I get all of like the crazy. I'm a voodoo donut guy, or I'm gonna go to Blue Ribbon, or I just. I had one of each. They tasted like donuts. They were good. They were good because they were donuts. But that was it. I've had a lot of donuts in my life. They were just donuts. But like I said, donuts are good. Anyways, that's my weird roundabout unpopular opinion. Next on the agenda, what am I watching? Um, For those who don't know, I am a uh, big media consumer. Mm, I'll find a better term for that. Uh, But I I try at least some new stuff. I, I like to go through series... Like, I like to go through books aggressively and passionately. Oh, that's not books. That's boxes of cereal. Hmm. Anywho. Also, that's someone else's joke. That's a microbiglia joke that I just turned into my own. Oh, apologies. I was like, I'm not that funny. Where'd that come from? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um, so, uh, the things I'm going to bring up right now. Rapid succession. Uh, I think what we're going to do is I'm going to classify them as watch now, watch next, or watch when you're all caught up with everything. So uh, the first, Parks and Rec. Okay. So I was going through this uh, with the help of Erica, and we went start to finish. Love the series. Cried multiple times. Too many times, in fact. It's as good Yes, just as good, not better. Just as good as The Office, you know, when you compare them equal to equal. And, uh, yeah, so watch that, you know, when you're all caught up with everything, if you haven't already. If you have and you want to go through another romp, not going to stop you. It's that good. Um, Next, Jack Ryan, season one on Amazon Prime. I will be totally honest. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was very well done, very creative, very... um, it was beautifully shot. It was so well done. And, and you, uh, the hurdle of, hey, that's John Krasinski, you get over it very quickly. And like, you make a couple office jokes and then you're in. And I was sucked in quick. It was very good. I would give that a watch now rating, to be totally honest. Watch it. Make sure you get, I know it's already gotten picked up for a second season, but I, seriously, do yourself a favor. Watch Jack Ryan. Um, Also, this one is going to come with a warning, and it's also going to be listed as Watch Next. Uh, Iron Fist Season 2. If you are a a big fan of the comics, watch it. You're going to love it anyways. Um, Even if you're not, and you're just kind of into, like, you know, you have a big toe into the Marvel Universe on Netflix, it's great. It, It did a very good job of taking the character in a very different way, in a new light, and plus... He doesn't get to hog all the credit. I know that's a weird thing to say that, like, the lead character should be in it less. But the Iron Fist brings so many cool new characters into the Marvel Universe that it, it really... It's worth continuing his show just to see who else they can fit into this 
massive universe that Marvel's got going on. Anyways, I can talk about that all day, and I, uh, I'm coming close to my 20 times 2 time limit. Um, the last thing I'm going to bring up is a... You know what? I know I was going to... I'm going to invent a new category just for this one because it's that good. But uh, it's a watch whenever you want a moment in between whatever you're watching. A palate cleanser. This is your lemon sorbet of Netflix shows. And... <laughs> You're going to immediately judge me, but hold in there. Um, this, oh, boy. Cupcake and Dino. I'm just going to come out and say it. Watch Cupcake and Dino on Netflix as a palate cleanser in between deep, difficult, sad, happy, funny, you know, wartime. Like, it literally, it fits in everything. Watch an episode or two. It's super silly. It's like, it's SpongeBob SquarePants 2.0. You don't need to sit and watch it for two hours, um, although you absolutely can. And I know from experience. But it's really, it's the perfect palate cleanser for some of the heavier shows on Netflix and streaming these days. Um, so that's what I'm watching now. We'd love to hear what you're watching. Like I said, hit me up at Noodling with Josh on Twitter or uh, make sure you text call facetime 252-505-9006 i'm there let's talk <laughs> um the next and the last segment we're going to go through today is movies the day after i um so we're doing this for a very specific reason i absolutely love going to the movies i love a good netflix binge i love hopping on the hulu train but there's nothing that can beat like a you know three-story screen in front of your face and uh, i still go to movies multiple times a week um and i think the experience seeing on the big screen has like semi impacted the way that i review stuff so what i'm gonna do and i don't know if this is gonna work um i'm going to see a movie and when I do, I'll take notes. I'll take one-liner notes. I'll take random notes. And then I will talk about the movie a day or two later. Not immediately. Because the movie that we're going to do today is Predator. And when I got home, I wrote a favorable review about the movie Predator. Luckily, I waited a day. Because I read it the next day. And, oh boy, it was bad. Predator wasn't that good of a movie. It wasn't as good of a movie as what I wrote. And I didn't want to accidentally skew wherever I would have put this article. But, um, yeah, I figured I'd give it a day. I'd talk about the movie. I'd see what I remember of it. I'd see how it sits in the, you know, gullet of pop culture. And um, <laughs> so so this is my Predator experience. Um, the trailers... Those are important for some people in different parts of the country. They get different trailers. Uh, trailers before Predator were Overlord, Dumbo, Bohemian Rhapsody, Alita, Battle Angel, and the Cinemark Club. Real quick question. Do theaters not know how to control the volume in their theaters? There's something about like an AMC or a Cinemark or a Royale, like something about one of those theaters, when they do an ad about themselves, the tracking's off, it's violently loud. It's like, we're in your theater, spare us. 
This ad is so bad. You're going to make me not want to come back because of this. And it's happened a couple different places. Imagine Cat and you're on notice. It's bad. It's real bad. Anywho. So these are just some of the random thoughts I had. Apparently, um, I, I wrote, was that Sinbad? And randomly, I think one of the um, the guards at the bus was Sinbad. Not even looks like. I think it was. That was weird. The, uh, the alien had a, a, a sense of humor, which was different from any other alien movie I've seen. At one point, um, he jumps into the back of a truck, and holy crap, I didn't say spoiler alert once yet. I apologize to everyone listening. There are going to be a teensy bit of spoilers. I'm not going to spoil the whole movie. Well, yeah, I'm going to spoil this movie. It's, it's called Predator. If... Um, you want to see it, and you don't want me to ruin it? It's not even going to ruin it. It's Predator. You know what it's about. Anyways, if you uh, want to sign off here, appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you tuning in. But I'm going to take these last three minutes to talk about Predator, so spoiler alert! All right. Sinbad was in it. I, I think Sinbad was in it. I'm not sure. Um, but anyways, I was talking about the alien has a sense of humor. I remember that very specifically. And I did not know that that was a trait that was helpful for hunting was a sense of humor. I'm about to go murder some humans. Might as well be able to tell a joke. So, not so much to tell the joke, but he jumped into the trailer of this, like, army base and messed some dudes up, cut off an arm. And when the driver was like, everybody okay back there? He stuck forward a severed, you know, thumbs up. Oh, boy. And a warped sense of humor of one. Um, <laughs> uh, Erica wrote down... Uh, the alien looks like Whoopi Goldberg and they made a joke about the alien looking like Whoopi Goldberg right on the nose that was we've all been thinking it that's what we're all thinking uh, I, I will say that I feel like they got lazy but I also can't tell because it's a Predator movie um, the villain for the Predator movie was just a bigger Predator like, I get that that's the joke and that's the symbolism between human being hunted by predator when we're usually the predators. So a predator's predator would just be a bigger predator. But I feel like I'm saying the word predator a lot. And, oh boy, the villain in the predator was a bigger predator. A normal predator is like eight feet tall. But this one was like ten feet tall. It was a ten foot tall predator. Predator. Now it doesn't even sound like a word to me anymore. I've said it so many times. Oh, man. Another note. Best use of an exit. There was a, there's a scene, and I really wish what, I knew what was going on, but there's a scene where this actor delivers a line um, after being interrupted. So someone's, they're having a conversation. Two people are having a conversation. A third comes in, interrupts the person speaking, and the person speaking just stops talking, looks at the character and walks off screen. It was, okay, um, and then walks off screen. It was like, oh boy. I should just go back to saying Predator, huh? Was that funnier than that? That was, a, that was, it was really funny to me, but you had to be there. Ooh, this is a podcast I forgot. Shoot. Huh. Well, I will say that they, um, they, you know, proved the Mythbusters wrong and hooked a battery car battery up to a fence and called it an electrical fence 
I think that's all it takes. You just take a car battery and plug it into a fence and it's electric now. That's the kind of movie we're watching, guys. It was Predator. And if you want to see a Predator kill another Predator because Predator's Predator is a bigger Predator, Predator's the movie for you. All right. Well, that was a weird segment. Who knows if we'll do that one again. Thank you so much for tuning in. It has been 40 minutes, and I've already lied about stopping. No, I'm kidding. It's 40 minutes, 20 seconds, signing off. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you guys soon. Josh is new then around. Around. Josh is noodle around. Noodle, 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 Josh is. It's noodle with Josh. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip